Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Insider. My guest this week is a video editor. Why, Damien? Why, you might ask, have I got a video editor on a magic podcast? Well, it's because it's Tony Chang. Tony, thanks so much for agreeing to do the show. How are you this morning? Good. How are you? I'm lovely, thank you. Now, this whole week, because the show drops on a Monday, this whole week we've called Tony Chang Week, and we're dedicating it to uh, your downloads, um, which is very exciting indeed. Uh, first of all, your magic origin story. You've got 27 seconds. Mm, that, that long, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I'll do it in like a haiku, I guess. Oh, that'd be uh, beautiful. I'll check your syllables, though. Yeah. <laughs> Fat kid, too much time. Uh, uh, learn too much lie of hand. Think magic was supposed to be perfect. Disappointed. Then uh, found true love. There you go. That rhymed, right? It, it, it almost rhymed, and, and it was only slightly off on the syllable count. Um, I remember coming to visit Manhattan about 20 years ago, and on the Genie Forum or somewhere, I found out about the Saturday afternoon hangout, and I can't remember where it was, underneath. It was underneath something, a pizza place or deli or something. Went up and said... Uh, was greeted really warmly and um, said that I like card magic and somebody said oh you, you need to sit down with Ken Krenzel then and so I did and he proceeded to mess with my mind for about half an hour but everything about that scene seemed really warm and welcoming to a limey outsider what's it like being in the New York magic scene what's it what's it like from the inside uh -huh. Well, that's that's interesting that you say like that. So you went to the pizza shop like with Wesley James and all those people, yeah, like it, that. But it was in yeah. the basement, yeah. Oh, in the basement. Uh, I think it's like Mali Tacos. Um, I that's a, that's an interesting way of putting it. I mean, I went to Seattle for my college, and mm -hmm. that was the first time I really uh, got to see magicians because I grew up in Idaho. So like, you probably don't know where I is. I did not see uh, a real magician until right. I went to college. So, like, I had this interesting perspective about magic, which is I read a book and I just assumed everything was perfect. Okay. Otherwise, why would you put it in the book, mm -hmm. right? That, so that's actually, as a kid, I'm like, yeah, of course I'm going to learn this. Like, So then, like, <laughs> I would, like, palm cards at school because I didn't know it was supposed to be hard. I just did it. Like, you know, there's very interesting things, but very weird tangent. But basically, I ended up in Seattle, worked in a few magic shops, met up with Tom Frank, which is an amazing, you know, street performer. Mm -hmm. And uh, we made this because he had a magic shop right in dead center of like downtown Seattle in the bar district. So, and it, he had this perfect back room. And then somehow we started getting this like Saturday night hangout, right? with a lot of people and it got it was so interesting because we were like hey uh we were talking about this trick and, and like my and then tom would be like yeah i don't know if it's gonna work and he's and we're like yeah it'll work and he's like all right and he just opens up the shop at like midnight just opens up the shop and he just goes out there and tells people to come in and goes all right do your trick in front of people <laughs> like he just just made people do it you were like what and it was the funniest thing because like 
<laughs> you get these like drunk people like, why is there a magic shop open? And then we go in and they're just like, what? And then, so here's another weird part about magic shops is that, you know, there's not a lot of markup, right? For real magic products, right? It's just, and and the funny thing is like, you know, like you're trying to sell like Michael Amar's easy to master miracles to a layman mm-hmm. for like an hour, right? And you only make what? five bucks you know it's like it's not like that much so tom in in all his glory he would sell these socko magics like the the crappiest like it's just like a bundle and uh-huh. like this nylon sock whatever not nylon but anyways and i think wholesale is like three four dollars but we sold it for eighty eighty dollars like but but he taught us the pitch right like the spin, the, the the stripper deck, but the fox, the Lake Fox deck. So it's okay. not even bicycle, like forty bucks. But we would sell it. Like, but, but he taught us how to like do the salesmanship. So then, mm-hmm. like, so that night we would be like <clears throat> doing like real magic, you know, testing our stuff out, and then we would just sell these soccer. <laughs> so you see all these drunk people come, but it's eighty dollars. They're like, oh, this is gonna be great. <laughs> but anyways. So long when start anyway. So then I was about to go to New York to go to grad school, and I heard about Ruben's Deli, right? And I'm just like, oh man, this is gonna be great with Seattle, you know? Because me and like we got like Steve Hobbs out of the woodworks, you know, mm-hmm. to hang out. Like he was a good DA of Seattle or something, or he was a lawyer, you know, Jack Carpenter and all these people to come out. And I was like, oh, this is such a great, vibrant place. And then I go to New York. And then definitely missed the Ruben Deli era, right? Right. And what I found out about New York that's different in Seattle was that New York had way more professionals, right? Okay. So like from my perspective, that that community is is very different in New York, right? Because right. they're they're because the, the, I'm not a professional. Sure. I don't even call myself a magician. Definitely a hobbyist you know intellectual of what magic academics is but but the 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 environment here is like nobody really wants to share things not because Uh, they're hoarding it's not because they're hoarding it's because it doesn't apply to community-based magic you know what i'm saying like that yeah yeah yeah. like 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 the the, the younger people trying to learn things and, and just tinkering with stuff you know like they 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 will have those moves, but the, the most of it is like, they're like, it's like, what do we do with the clients and the marketing and all that stuff, right? Mm, it's, mm. it's such a totally different vibe. So, so basically, we ended up uh, like when people came into town and then like hang out with us. My my usual requirement is like, well, can you drink? <laughs> like, because like because like, like ultimately, like New York City is not exactly a town for young. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 like, and then so we we definitely garnered like an interesting group where like like my friend owns a bar in New York and he's a magician and then so we have these things where like before he got that bar we went to this bar and then <laughs> it's like the, the bartender's like why is there so many magicians here? <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if that that's very long winded, but yeah. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. I like it. Um, what is it that motivates you to push your sleight of hand to such extraordinary levels yeah i guess 
you know, like a lot of people always ask me like that that very question, right? Because I think uh, who said this? I think Derek, but uh, Derek Degatio once said he's like, "Hey, uh, when you put out your book, you should call it a、uh, bitch people can't do,、mm-hmm. right?" <laughs> Because it's it's kind of true. It's like a lot of my like basic is like, "Oh, you do raise rise," and people are like, "What the hell?" But but I think that what what I want people to walk away from is to say, "Wow, I didn't know you can think about slight hand this deep." Right, right, and and it, and that's that's basically my message, right? Because there will be kids that want to do this stuff, right? Because、mm-hmm. I think that most of the time, magic sleight of hand is learned best by understanding what's wrong. Yeah, it, it's the weirdest.、Yeah. It's the weird. It's it's a very weird concept where, like, if a kid says, "I want to learn the best second deal," right, and somehow Steve Forty sitting next to him, and he's just like. <laughs> Oh, here, and he just shows him the real work, right?、Mm-hmm. He wouldn't get it. He wouldn't get it. He will have to go through ten years of learning all the other stuff before he understands, right? Because that's what that's what magic is. It, it's, it's, it's a weird thing. It's it, what we're doing is we're saying, I am an adult, right? Like let's say for example, I'm an artist, right? I say、mm-hmm. I am an, an adult, and my art is to draw like a child, right?、Mm-hmm. All I can do is. It, Imitate and watch this child draw, but I'll never be a child, right? So that's the same thing with slide of hand. Is that you get this weird thing where in the beginning, you you get sucked into it because of the mechanics and like、sure. this, there's a, there's a very there's something beautiful about something so mechanical,、mm-hmm. you know, that can create. It's very disproportional what it can create, right? Like what. You know what the magic effect is with like an Elmsley clock, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Even、sure. though it's tr- trivial in a sense, but but then we start to kind of get into that too much, where it becomes like、uh, originality for its own sake. You know what I'm saying?、Uh-huh, right. And then yeah, on yeah, the yeah. way back down, on the way back down, it's it is very much like what Ben Earl is doing, and and like、um, and like Steve Forty and all those gamblers. Which is, I just want to. It's just a shuffle, right? Yeah, yeah. There's no floor. There's like you know, like a double lift. It's just a double lift. There's no floating double, snap double, and all this crap. There's none of none of that, right? Because you can tell that's another layer where ultimately, side hand should be just literally. I'm just shuffling. Nothing. The that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm it. Tu- I'm turning and, over a card. Yeah, and that's it. And、yeah. but but to. But the drive that you're asking me it would be、uh, a simple one, which is I just look at a, a trick I like, and I just say, what what is the worst part of this trick? Like for example,、um, invisible car,、uh, aces, right? The,、mm-hmm. the, the palm, invisible、mm-hmm. palm aces, right?、Oh, what's the worst part of that trick?、Uh, the last card. The last, the last、yeah. card, right? Yeah. And that's it. And then you just go, well, what can I do, right? So then. That's that's how I hone in, right? But you know, obviously, fixing it is a different question. Sure. But then, so then, I would say from there, I just go, well, what is it that makes it worse, right? And then you have to kind of start thinking about questions like that. Okay. It, I, I mean, so it's picking up the deck, say, picking up the deck pick- that makes it worse. So how do I eliminate picking up the deck, right? Is that right? The 
I, I, yeah, I guess. Well, here's the interesting. Well, make let's make it easier. Let's go ambitious card. Right. Okay. It has the same thing, right? What ultimately what you're doing with with invisible palm aces is you're trying to figure out three uh, shuttle passes, right? Or four shuttle passes. It's kind of like a coins across in a mm-hmm. weird way, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and with ambitious with with ambitious card. What happens is it's just a control to the top, right? In a sense, right? And I would argue that a double lift in the middle come top is the best thing you can do, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's bar none. If you can just do a good double lift, right? I'm sure Andrew sure. Gladwin's push push off, whatever, right? We're talking about like, uh, yeah. But but then what do we do? We we seem to start to degrade what the effect is, right? We do the best part as a mm-hmm. throwaway. Right? Where it's go, yeah, there's stop. Oh, you didn't see it? Oh, let me do it again. Right? It's like, it's yeah, the, yeah. You're like, wait, wait, wait. Why is that the throwaway? And then you get progressively harder, but more convoluted. But uh-huh. for us, it's just yeah, more yeah, yeah. for us, right? We're like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, right? But then but then the message gets to gets convoluted, right? So I remember I was, I had like one where a long time ago, I just go, I want to make a, a ambitious card where like you know like three of three you know three phases but the last phase is the double lift right right well that that's interesting but then like then i got down to one which is just basically i have the cards face up and i say name a card somewhere in the middle and they say it and i go oh this not this one and they just call it to the top right and i just put in the deck in their hands right and then i just go and then uh, here's a here's a cra- crazy uh, tip for okay. all you guys. So only people in the podcast would know. So my friend Gary Al, long time ago, this guy was a, a slide hand expert. He would do bottoms that you wouldn't believe, but he would do it like this. All right, <laughs> <laughs> you're like look up, uh huh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he had the best uh, presentation for. Uh, a card under box, right? So what he would do is, you know, you pick it, palm it off, put it under the box, right? So a lot of times people will be like, oh, you mean that one? And then people, like, you know, they're like, oh, they just put it under there when we didn't expect it, right? Uh-huh. So he would put the card under the box, put the cards on on the table, and he'll put his hands next to the cards. And he says, I want you to put your hands on top of mine, right? <laughs> so you're like this. And you say, look, you can feel the slightest and you just like twitch, right? Slightest movement from my hand, right? And they say yes. And they say, now, in a second, I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. If you feel me move, even for the slightest, call me out, right? And they go, okay, close your eyes, right? Close your eyes, count to three. One, two, three. Open up your eyes. Did you feel me move? And they say no, and I just don't, I don't say anything. I just go, right? And you just look at the card. And I swear to God, people will will flip the fluff because here's the thing, right? What what just happened there? What you did is you made this red herring ruse where now they just go, how did he get the card there when my eyes were closed? Right? That's the difference, right? But also, it is a very Gabby thing too, right? Where now is they have to participate into the, the, the effect, right? So, so with ambitious uh with the ambitious card i just tell them put their hand like this and i and i do this and i just touch their shoulders like this 
And I just say, look, just look at, look at me, close your eyes, one, two, three. Did you feel me move? No? And we'll turn over the top card. <laughs> like, like, Beat that, yeah. It, it's it's pretty it's pretty hard. So what what you're saying is is that that's uh like a analytical not not slide hand based of how to improve a trick in my opinion, right? It's it, that's that's more of thinking why we get trapped in things. So for sure. example, uh, out of sight, out of mind, mm-hmm. right? You know Vernon's trick, beautiful trick. Mm, back when he invented it. Right, because I would like to think I'm not a historian, but I would think, what is the worst part of that trick? Do you think it's the shuffling three yep. to the top, to the middle, three, to the yeah, bottom, yeah, yeah. And, and you're like, do you see it? Do you see? That's horrible, right? <laughs> but I would imagine back then that method was revolutionary, right? Because maybe sure. I don't know if there was a lot of people doing mem deck work back then, but you know, from a shuffle deck and use. Mm-hmm. And then I think that was like one of the tricks in the early tricks where people gave you a bank of cards to think, right, right. because maybe it was like deal through and like remember the number, you know. But like at least this one opened up like this, not just one selection; it could have been more, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so if you had to ask him, right? Because I always just go. I, my question would be, if I had real magical powers, and for some reason I did card magic right what what would it look like right what would it look like yeah i mean i would be like think of a card put the cards and i would just start pulling cards one by one right and feel and be like um, mm, all right what was your card boom right that's the effect right uh-huh. be beautiful right so the the, the the question would be then why don't we get to that point right right because if you think about it everybody's improvement to this trick is what get to the worst part faster mm-hmm. hey i can shuffle three to the top middle and bottom and one overhand shuffle right right <laughs> or or like you know what i'm saying or like oh maybe we do f- uh, three banks of four now they have 12 you know like there's a bunch of but why do we do this it's because we met magicians are like collectors right we collect things so therefore when i improve on outside our mind i limit myself within the confines not sadly not about the effect we confine ourselves to the method Mm, right mm. and then so that's that's the question i always ask is we we can so that 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 all of a sudden becomes the the effect right like the biddle trick right you know why Mm -hmm. is it called the biddle trick because we do the biddle move right it's like already it's such a bizarre way of of, of of thinking about effects, right? Like putting the putting the move above the effect. Right. Yeah, and it becomes the effect because what is the effect? I I mean, there's like there's like mind reading, and then all of a sudden there's a transpo. Like for example, I always say if a layman just said, "Hey, let's play this weird thing. Uh, think of a card." layman right they're not yeah, magicians yeah, yeah. right and they go think of a card okay and i just take a deck and i just pull out five random cards and i go is one of these yours and they say yes that would be amazing right sure yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right you'll be like what do it again right, <laughs> right. But, but but what do magicians do right they go all right think of a card or pick it whatever it doesn't matter but like 
and then you go, look, I'm going to take out five random cards, and this is what magicians say. If you see your card, don't tell me you see it. <laughs> but, but how would you know, right? But that all of a sudden means the magician knows this is not the effect. No, I just want to go further down, yeah, yeah. right? And all of a sudden you're yeah. just like, wait, then why would you know? And then all of a sudden this very amazing randomness, you're like, you're like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> you're just like, don't say anything. Did you see it? Okay, good. <laughs> right? It's, so that, that to me is all of a sudden, when you start to think about things like that, it, it all of a sudden starts to break things down. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it gives you opportunity to, to try to, like, to me, it, it's just to try to approach what, if I had real magic, how far can I get there, right? Yeah. But here's the beauty. It's not about getting there, right? It, it's about what, do you, what have you learned so far in your magic career? Well, you know, that's why I learned, like, read books and all this stuff. It's just to say, well, how many ways can you spin a card? Mm-hmm. You just never know. Right, it, and it's not about, but now you have to confine it within that effect, and then see how close you can get to it. And most of the time, you'll veer off in an interesting direction, and all of a sudden becomes cleaner, but you never thought of it, right? Right. Like that. That's that's the one way. Like like how gamblers, magician gamblers. You know what I'm saying? Like the Jason mm-hmm. England. The, the the mentality they have is just this is just a shuffle. That's it, and how close can I get to it? That's it. That's all they have. There's no, there's no uh, quirkiness. There's no, oh, this is cute, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like maybe there's the same way you can say that about magic effects, right? Yeah. Just say, okay, how do you do it? If you had real magic powers, what do you do? This? And then that's just that's it. that's it, right? How close can you get to it, right? You know, so I think that answered your question. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. A bit more than answered the question. Um, talk to me about angles, mm-hmm. especially about passes and the the, the yeah, sure. one-handed bottom palm, because you've got an interesting take that I saw yeah. in the interview before, um, thinking on slides, of turning the deck that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, yeah, only totally. other, the only other person I've seen, because Fred Robinson used to do his pass like that, so mm-hmm. he'd go into because uh, then you've only got that bit, yep. you know. Right. So, yeah, talk to us about angles and that x-axis and y-axis yeah. thing. I, I think that um, this is going to be a very interesting new generation of magicians because you have magicians that are going to be growing up with like Instagram and mm-hmm. stuff where they have the webcam kind of magic, right? Which is even weirder because what really happens about uh let's see so what it is is if you really want to understand angles in real life mm-hmm. is this uh, it's not perfect but if you get like a wall mirror mm-hmm. right or a, just a mirror right what so what happens is how do you know how far the person is right just imagine that the mirror is not there and it's just an open doorway okay right and then your reflection is just a person standing there. so that would actually be how close that person is if you just imagine there's no mirror there so in a weird way you will actually have to kind of stand next to the mirror like this close 
Right, right. Right, because then double it, and that's、mm-hmm. how far like a standard like crotch magic, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> staring at your crotch, like standing. That that's the kind of angle you want, right? And another weird thing is, is that you you see a lot of、uh, Instagram magicians doing this, Alan.、Uh, not necessity because they don't have a tripod to have an angle high enough.、Mm-hmm. Is that they just usually have it on a table, right? And they're usually like this, right? This、mm-hmm. is usually the angle you see, right? But that angle for people who work live and stuff, that's like restaurant angles. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's that's pe- that's like a person sitting down,、uh-huh. and you're standing up doing、yep. magic, right? So you get this weird sense of angles when you do it for live people,、mm. right? Because that is not how they look at things, right? I tell people if they want to film and have their friend do it, here's the funniest thing: because people are like, yeah, yeah, film me, and people do this, right? Like this high, right? No, that's a midget. Watching, you, right? No, seriously, it's this. It's, it's funny, right? And I say, do you do you want to know how you do it? You have to do this, right? And look down. If you want the real angle, just do this, right? Because people are just filming like this, and it's like, and and you get a warped sense of what angles are, right? Yeah. So the easiest way to do this is just to imagine lines, right?、Okay. So, for example, the camera here.、Mm-hmm. It's from here to here, right? So what you want to do is just imagine there's a line coming out of the deck, and you want to point it at the camera, right? right? So you see, the thinner it is, that means I'm pointing it right at it, right?、Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing: a lot of people think angles are like, oh, you gotta, you gotta be like, you know, like perfect. No, it's it's all you have to do is just understand what it is. You you can get into the ballpark, but it's <laughs> You know what I'm saying? At、mm. least because you got hands in a way, right? But if you're just completely oblivious to it, then obviously everything will flash, right? But it's yeah, just yeah. to get in the ballpark. So there's two angles. So more for Instagram angles, I guess it would be just a straight online because because、mm-hmm. there's two big angles, which is this, and then one is this going straight up. Imagine there's like a beam coming out out of the deck, right? So so for This kind of magic, obviously, you want to do like more diagonal palm shift stuff because that angles this, right? Sure. You you can you can hit those kind of angles, right? But if they're from the top, obviously, if you do this, and obviously they'll see everything, right? Yeah. You no. Know, right. Because it's just because that's just not the angle, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but the same goes the other way, right? Because if people are looking up down, how do you? Get those angles right. So here's a, so the the midnight shift, you know, the, the iconic uh-huh, uh-huh. this thing, right? Yeah, not good, right? Because it might be good. Why are you suddenly? The, right, right. Why are you doing this? Right. It's because this because magicians con- subconsciously know like, well, that's going to flash like here because this is not angle, but this. Is so that's why they turn this towards you,、mm-hmm. right? So that's how that you know you're like, oh, okay, that works. But then you have no motivation, right?、Yeah. So I would say sometimes these kind of moves, the the top down moves, is harder for here.、Yeah. But if we're both standing up, right? All of a sudden, 
this this angle moves works but then if you're trying to like look up then it's weird because then you have to like, tilt the deck mm -hmm. high too high right that's why you go well that's the same thing as doing this right and now this is the same angle right to to to, the, to them yeah right? yeah yeah and, and that's and that was the one of the things I learned because I remember I was trying to palm, you know, like you have two cars and you try and palm one, right? And I was like, "How the hell do you do this thing?" Like, like, like I gotta like get the angle, and then, you know, like, and then and then if they're looking up and down, you're like, "Holy crap! How do I, how do I get that angle?" Right? Yeah. But then if you're just looking straight up and down in a sense like this, and then you do this, all you have to do. You know, you just got yeah, the card yeah, pump, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's because it's just a straight up, and then you just move this card up and around, right? And then you just go boom, right? Instead of me trying to be like, uh, you yeah. know, like, no, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's the things that, again, it's hard to conceptualize because if you think about it, here's another weird thing about books, right? What books show you with images. It's just a lot of like moves like here, but they they're missing the context of w where the angles are, right? They get mm -hmm. like earnings, you know, diagonal palm shift, right? You you just get you just see like images like this, but then you're just like, but how? And then and then it, it made sense back then because I'm sure nobody was doing stand up close up magic back then, right? It was right. either at the table or mm -hmm. you're doing parlor, right? Yeah. So I think. In their mind, they're like, well, obviously, there wouldn't be stand-up cocktail magicians trying to do a diagonal <laughs> palm shift. <laughs> you know, like, but but I guess, like, our generation, we just go, oh, there it is in the book, so therefore, it's invisible, right? Yeah. We just assume. But, like, I think, yeah, with angles, is very important to understand that. But mostly, like, the Instagram magicians, like, totally fine, but, but oh, I'm curious. You'll get into this weird sense of like, why is everything flashing when I do it in the real world? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah.